This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today, I get to talk to Jonathan the Gentleman Davis, fighting out of Four Ounce Fight Club and Main Street Boxing in Muay Thai. Just training, working, doing doing my thing, man. Just got out of the gym right now, preparing for my fight on March 27th for uh, for Fury. Got a good opponent from a solid gym, so I'm excited, man. Just just putting in the work and getting ready to take my career to the next level. Okay, so what gym do you train at? And then I want to learn about your opponent and if you know anything about him. Um, I train at Florence Fight Club and Main Street Boxing and Muay Thai. Yeah, I've been with the same same coaches and same team since 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 I was 11. So since day one now, so coming on like 13 years. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, you yeah, yeah. you see a lot of people that that you know they start martial arts or maybe they stop or take a break uh-huh. or started a gym and switch around. What is it that has kept you there? Loyalty, man. Loyalty, man. I I trust in my team, and you know they kind of bred me since I was 11 years old to you know to become a um, a great fighter. They taught me more than just fighting, man. They taught me how to be a young man, you know, a bunch of different things, man. And, you know, I've stayed loyal to my team. You know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I've been under Crew Bob and Daniel Pineda. They've always been my coaches and Artinius Young and Joseph McCamish, all those guys from that team. And, you know, it's just, it's a blessing, man, to, to be doing as good as I'm doing and be with the same team. So when I'm in the UFC, you know, I get as far as I get, it's it's going to feel even better knowing that I, I stay true to my roots and, you know, stay true, especially being in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you've been training more of your life than you haven't been training, you know, starting at, at 11 years of age. What drew you to martial arts at that age? And I guess even from starting at a young age, would you say it's changed your life for the better? Yeah, absolutely, man. I was a bad kid, man. You know, I was always fighting in school, had, you know, grade problems. You know, my mom and dad are great, you know, great hard work and, you know, great hard work of people. But, you know, I was just one of those kids, man. I was always fighting in school, always getting kicked out of school, you know, just just didn't have my act together. You know, it was just one of those things. And my pops put me in put me in four ounce fight club. And, you know, I never looked back. It was just kind of like a, hey, let's get my aggression out. Let's, let's give me a hobby. And then it turned into, hey, you want to fight two months into training. And next thing you know, I, I actually got knocked out. My what? first, you know, little expedition match I did when I was 11. What kind of fight but was then it? I fell in love with it ever since. What kind of fight was it? A Muay Thai or boxing or what kind of fight? It was an MMA match. Yep, MMA match. A little expedition of four ounce family fun day, like twelve years ago. Yeah. So with that that first experience, was your was your family wondering like, hey, did we do the right choice, or even you yourself? Well, yeah. My dad, my dad was like, yeah, we're gonna keep him in here. My mom was, you know, my mom being a mom, she was like, no, not my baby. This <laughs> isn't for him. He needs to be a librarian. You know. <laughs> and me i was like man no i can do i I just wanted to i fell in love with the competition part of it you know i'm saying wanted to win and wanted to improve and ever since then i you know that's really wasn't what what it's been about really so you're a pretty competitive person would you say yeah absolutely i want to win in everything i do and basketball football everything yeah it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter even board games (laughs) okay so from that from that age started at 11 um did you immediately see a, a change in you know in your grades or even i guess like acting out or anything yeah man it really did man because i went to every time i go to the gym man, i put in work and i'd be you know i'd be dead tired when i get home like my you know my behavior improved and the fighting in school stopped and i was more focused because my mom and dad would always threaten hey if you don't do this if you don't get this grade you know well you're not gonna go to the gym you know so that's exactly why i got it together because i was so in love with fighting I didn't want to lose it. So that's really what kept me on this track. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, through the years, you've probably trained with a lot of people and seen some people start, you know, at four ounce or just, you know, friends Mm -hmm. in the community and they start and stop. 
Um, what, what's it like, I guess, building that? It, it's like a family, is it? And, and yeah. how would you describe it? Man, that, that, that team is my family, man. Like, like you say, man, like I have known these guys, you know, yeah, I think, man, since I was 11, I'm turning 25 this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, they've seen me literally go to, go to prom, get my driver's license, graduate high school, graduate college. They've seen me literally do everything, you know, now, like they see me win my first Muay Thai fight, my first amateur MMA fight from winning a belt. You know, they've literally seen me do everything. You know, they've been to my high school graduation party. You know, like it's just it's it's more than a family when it's just more than fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys are my brothers, my sisters. Like it's just different, man, whenever you really grew up around a certain amount of people, you know, and like it's it's a blessing, man. I wouldn't change it for the world. Yes. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about your opponent. So you're fighting for Fury Fighting Championship. That's March 27th in Houston, Texas. You said that you uh, you know a little bit about him. Maybe he trains at a good gym. What what do you know? Um, I know he's um Alberto Trujillo. Trains out of um, Alliance MMA. Um, it's a good gym, man. Dominic uh, Dominic Cruz trains there. A lot of solid training partners, man. Um, he's a shorter wrestler, base fighter. Um, I think he's good everywhere. So. Um, yeah, I checked him out. He's fought some guys I fought. You know, he's solid, man. So this this win is, is this win is just gonna you know catapult me, man. I think I can, I think I can get a big uh, big opportunity after this fight. But that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Fury has a great relationship with UFC. There's been a lot of guys. Well, I even think of like Daniel Pineda. You know, UFC has fought for Fury, and now they're on UFC Fight Pass. And there's guys that are getting that that call up. You know, mm-hmm. what can you speak on that? Is that a, I mean, it's a good uh, place to be in, right? Yeah, man. Eric Garcia is killing it right now, man. And, you know, the UFC is really paying attention to these guys, man, because Fury has a bunch of great fighters. So, you know, you know, if Eric Garcia keeps doing what he's doing, man, he's he's really setting up a really good uh, path to the UFC for a lot of these guys, man. Especially in the division I fight, fight at, man. There's a lot of killers, man. And, you know, the one that's title in this division or just dominating this division, man, it speaks a lot. And the UFC sees that, man, because the type of the type of caliber fighters we got in Fury. And I think I'm the best one, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if I win this one, maybe fight for the belt after this, or if I win this one and get signed, man, I, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome, man. I'm excited. Are you going to the fights on uh, this weekend? You know, the UFC is taking place Saturday in Fury. Do you have any teammates that are, are competing? Um, Derek Lewis. Um, Derek Lewis is co-main. He's my, uh, he's been my training partner. Like I said, for not training partner teammate, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't sparring him Screw <laughs> that. But yeah, um, I've me and him, I've known him for, since I was 11 years old too. I remember whenever he was, you know, on the scene too. And to see him now, it's, it, it's a blessing, man. He's killing it right now. Um, just Derek Lewis, man, but there's a lot of Houston based fighters fighting. I know Leon Mata Martinez is fighting and you know, he's, you know, I've seen him, me and him train together a couple of times. He's solid too, man. So I can't wait to see him you know, dominate this weekend. So it's going to be good, man. I'm really excited for all the Houston guys. How do you think Derek Luce's fight's going to go? I think Derek, Derek's going to knock his block off. Yeah. Yep. I think Derek's going to knock him out cold and do some type of funny shoey thing, bro. I swear to God. I, You know, yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. And they were I saw at the yeah. press conference yesterday, they were talking about, uh, you know, the cup, how he threw it in the in the crowd and to do a cuppy. Like the, <laughs> all this yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some funny, some uh, funny stuff, but. Dude, Derek, he's the man, bro. He's freaking hilarious. That's how he is in real life. Yeah. Okay, so Jonathan the Gentleman Davis. Let's talk a little bit about your name. Where did that nickname come from? My pops gave it to me, man, when I was like 13, when I was fighting Muay Thai. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I've always been really good with yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. People would always just call me a gentleman, you know? And, you know, my pops thought about it and he made it stick, man. It wasn't even a nickname at first. It was just more like the gentleman this, the gentleman that. And then whenever I debuted when I turned 17, and there was no better name than that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always real respectful, man. I always had manners. My mom and dad really instilled that to me. So really, really happy about that, you know? So you made your – was that an amateur debut at 17? Yeah, you got to be 17 to fight MMA in Texas. So I fought Muay Thai, and I did um, wrestling. Um, I did freestyle Greco, and then I did jiu-jitsu tournaments. And then you turn 17, you're allowed to fight MMA in Texas. So I debuted for Legacy Fighting Championships when I was 17. How did your amateur career go? It was good, man. I was 6-2. and two. I had the LFA amateur title. Um, had a really, I was amateur for like four years. Um, I enjoyed it, man. I had a lot of fun fighting all the time, fighting these good guys. Fighting guys are in the UFC now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. You know, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed my amateur career. You know, especially fighting for Legacy at the Houston Arena Theater back when it was in Houston most of the time. So mm-hmm. that was awesome. Just, you know, I came from that. Came from Mick Maynard's promotion and fighting with these guys that, you know, that started Legacy and started MMA in Houston. It's a, it's a blessing, man. It really was. I was really happy with that. Yeah, I, I would say, I guess, well, MMA in general has just been growing and only getting bigger. But then even mm-hmm. like Houston MMA, what have you seen – you know, from whenever you started at 11 till what's going on right now? Dude, I've seen a lot of people stay true to Houston, man. They stay true to their gyms. And no matter if they, they, they take some losses, man, they stay, they stay loyal and they still made it to the UFC. Like a guy I'm a big fan of, Adrian Giannis, you know, he um dominating in the UFC right now, man. And he's killing it. And he's always been in Houston. He can switch up even when he took some tough losses. You know, he stayed the path, and, you know, he, he's killing it now. Same thing with Daniel Pineda. He took a bunch of losses and still fought, fought his way to the UFC twice. Same thing with my teammate Ike Villanueva. You know what I'm saying? Fight, you know, have this rough first start of your career. Stay true straight, uh, stay true to the team that we're at still and make it to the big show and win in the big show. Same thing with uh, my other teammate, Domingo Pilarte. He, um, I've known him since he was 16, and he's in the UFC. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just it's – just, it's just really good seeing these guys stay true to Houston and, you know, just kill it into the big show now, man. Because that's yeah. what it's about, man. It's Houston versus everybody, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, it's really good to see all this. That is cool. Okay, one, one thing that I that I thought was interesting and fun that they, they the UFC inaugural fight pass, uh, that grappling at the, at the UFC Apex and Daniel Pineda was the team captain. Did you have an opportunity mm-hmm. to watch that? What did you think about that? I did, man. I, I thought it was. I thought it was awesome, man. They got to keep putting on shows like that, man. It was just really fun to watch. Have these, have these high level fighters, high level grapplers, just go against each other for money, man. That's what it's about, man. Just getting the getting jujitsu to grow, and you know, seeing all these guys and see Dan Pineda really, you know, Dan Pineda is a solid black belt, and see him going against these three hundred pound black belts. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like it was awesome to see, man, because Dan Dan was awesome. So you know, seeing that, I realized, like, man. There are some very, very high-level grapplers in the, in this world, especially the guys that fight, too. It, it was awesome, you know? Yes. Okay, so Jonathan, the gentleman Davis, um, are you a fan or have you ever heard of the band Korn? Bro, yes. You know, I actually started listening to Korn strictly because me and the singer have the same name. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm going to go to his concert one day, and I'm going to hold up a giant sign that says we have the same name, and I will literally show him my ID. <laughs> just just to give him a just a high five him or something, bro. Just a freaking laugh. I think that'd be awesome. Everybody always walks up to me, oh, you listen to corn? So I was like, man, let me check it out. So yeah. You know, I'm a rock fan, so yeah, it was cool, man. I like that. It could get you hype. 
Yeah, man. It's pretty, <laughs> it's, it really is, man. It gets me freaking wanting to go riot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, like, whenever it is fight day, what do you usually do to prepare? Is there, a, a, you know, is, do you listen to corn? Or, like, what do you do to, to get, like, in the right mindset? Man, my mindset on fight day, it really is just mellow. I'm chilling, man. I'm really just relaxed as possible. Um, got my music in. I listen to a bunch of different music, man. Like you say, Corn's one of them. You know, I like a lot of rap music, a lot of old school rap. But man, it really is what I do, man. I just, I just, I'm with my team, and I'm just talking like normal, man. Just like I'm me and you are doing. You know, my mindset is gold. I'm not gonna, you know, if you sit there and you know, obviously it's gonna be on your mind. It's possible to not think about. But the best thing that I do that really that's really worked for me is just to stay relaxed talk with my team, laugh with my team. And, you know, when it's time to get down, we talk, it's time to get down. I never, you know, I never do anything specific. I do a morning shakeout, you know, hit some pads, you know, just, you know, stretch, have fun, do some fun stuff. And, you know, then we go to the venue and it's time to work. All right. So you're fighting March 27th for Fury Fighting Championship. Um, is there anything that you're switching up, you know, this fight camp from things that you've done in the past or are you kind of keeping it on track? Man, I've had the same routine for a long time. You know, I'm at Main Street Boxing every day. I'm at Florence Fight Club every day. You know, I am doing a little bit more cross-training, um, you know, just to train with some other guys, just get some work in. You know, I'm still with the same – I'm still at Florence every day. I'm still at Main Street every day. But just getting some other work in. Like, um, I mean, I'm, I've been doing some grappling over with Professor Jose Linares mm -hmm. at 85 BJJ, you know, just to get some work with some of those black belts over there, just get beat up a little bit. You know, and it's good work, man. Those guys are solid over there. He has a very, very good team, and that team's only going to grow and get better. So he, me and him are good friends, and he's been inviting me, and, you know, and I've been getting some good work over there. Yeah. Um. Other than that, man, really, uh, I stick with the same team. I have my same coaches. I have my same, you know, there's really nothing to – if it's not broken, don't fix it, you know? Exactly. I really enjoy the routine I have. Um, same thing, you know, four on five club at night, Main Street in the morning. I work two days a week on the ambulance, and – after that, I just trained. How did you get into that? How did I get into uh, being an EMT? Yeah. Yeah, man. So um, I went to college, you know, did everything in school. And I really – so my brother is HPD. He's on the tech team. Mm -hmm. uh, my father was a firefighter for a very long time. So we had like a first responder kind of family. And, you know, fighting's not forever, man. And, and I realized that you never know what could happen. You know, God willing, I can fight for as long as I can. But, you know, my mom was real strict in my schooling. So, she, you know, we went, you know, I went to college and then I went to the EMT Academy. And, you know, I started I uh, started working too, man. And, you know, I can't live with my parents forever. So I got my own job, got my own place, you know. So I've really been doing my own thing, really. Yeah. My girl, we got our own spot. So it's been good, man. Cool. I, and I really, really, really do enjoy helping people. Uh-huh. Like I really do enjoy helping kids, man. Like I really do have a soft spot for helping people. Like just being a being a being involved in my community, really to help Houston, man. I want to be able to do as much as I can for the city, really, man. So I, I enjoy helping people. It's a really good schedule for training. Um, I take I, I take care of myself now, and you know I get free Chick Fil A sometimes. So <laughs> hey, that that's yeah, worth I'm it right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was talking to someone uh, the other day. I had the chance to interview him. They trained at ACS. MMA and they're they're actually in Lamarck as well, like pretty close to us, and they work as an EMT as well. And I asked them, and I'm gonna ask you the same question: does does that translate over to MMA or fighting at all? Honestly, man, it, in some ways it does, man. Cause I've seen some, I've seen some brutal things, man. Honestly, from you know, I've seen some things where I've I've gone home and I've cried. You know what I'm saying? And you know, having to see some things 
that you, nobody should really ever see, mentally it, it makes you stronger. You know, really, I've seen so much, man, that really, you know, I'm, I'm so mentally strong now, man. It's just, it's different, bro. Like, the mentality of going into a scene not knowing what's going to happen is the same thing as going into a fight. You really never know what's going to happen until it happens. So I'm just okay with that now. Like, whatever, whenever we fight, we fight. Every time I go on a, a rough scene, I, I never know what's going to happen. And I just got to embrace it and be ready for whatever. You know, I've seen the worst of worst. I've had people die on me. You know, I've seen bad things with kids. So it, it really is, man. It just mentally builds you, in my opinion. Yeah, how do you, you know, as far as the mindset that you have to be able to get up every day and, and have that routine, you know, how do you keep yourself, um, you know, I guess like plugged in or, or mentally there today? I'm going to go train at, you know, four ounce and, and Main Street. Mm-hmm. Man, honestly, bro, like, I love fighting. You know, I don't have to do this every day. I want to do this. That's the difference, man. Like, I, I fight because I love the sport. I love the beauty of martial arts. And honestly, man, I want to be the best. I want to be in the UFC. I want to be able to, you know, to do all these things, man. I want to be able to prove – I want to be able to prove to everyone, including myself, that I'm, I'm the best. I just want to be the best. I don't care about nothing else. So that, the competitiveness really wakes me up. You know, the work ethic that I have, I don't think I'm matched. So I definitely I definitely wake up every day motivated as ever always, you know. And I know my guy's training at a solid gym too, so I know that he's getting up and he's working. So I'll be damned if I let this guy outwork me, you know what I'm saying? So it's really just, you know, it's really competition at this point. I really just want to be the best, man. Use that as motivation. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to be the best, man. I'm, ta- I'm going to take it as disrespectful as it comes. You sign that contract with my name on it, like, all right, I'm going to take it as disrespectful as it comes. You just made me – I don't know that I need it, but, man, I'm going to get up – I'm going to work 10 times harder now just because that's just how my mindset is. You, you sign that contract with my name on it, all right, I'm going to take it as disrespectful as it comes. Mm-hmm. What would that you just s- gives me more motivation to either strangle you, choke you out, or knock you out cold. You know what I'm saying? Do you have a preference for a finish? I want to knock him out cold. Yeah. I want to hit him. And he goes straight to sleep. Or, you know, he's a grappler, so maybe I catch him with a sub. It doesn't matter, man. I see my hand getting raised with the finish, and I see I see Eric Garcia handing me a bum box today, and they say, no, tell me I'm getting a title shot. Or my manager, Lou DeBiano, from first-round management, is going to call me saying, hey, man, welcome to the UFC. Yeah. What's that? And I can see these things, man. I really can. I really do, man. I don't see myself losing. What's your relationship like with first-round management? How'd you get hooked up with them? So with first-round management, I actually um, – so me and Derek Lewis have the same manager. So when I was the LFA amateur champion, I went and ate dinner with Crew Bob and my manager now, Lou. And, you know, me and him just kind of developed this, you know, relationship. And, you know, Lou's my guy. And, you know, uh, he told me whenever, I, uh, whenever I'm at a point in my professional career, I'm ready to sign, he's going to sign me. So really, I just, you know, he kept his word. I kept my word. I, I started winning. And he and then me and Crew Bob set it up to where first-round management signed me, and they've been taking care of me ever since, man. Um, I'm a real real happy where I'm at. I have no problems where I'm at, so I see myself staying with first-round management. You know, what about, like, support and sponsors? Yeah, man, I have a lot. I have, man, I've had the same sponsors for a long time, man. On the Rocks, Jones, it's um, it's a sports bar, man. We always have my after parties there, man. They've been with me since literally since my first amateur fight, you know? And, you know, I'm already having more 20 fights later, they're still with me. So I can't thank them enough for everything they've done, man. You know, so many things. Uh, Primo Mix, um, it's a Michelada brand. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one of the top brands in the, in the, in the nation right now. Um, they take care of me. I'm good friends with the owner. And uh, um, his son, 
Jay Rodriguez is primo makes his son trains at four ounce. So I'm with him every day, you know, just hanging out, talking, you know, they take care of me. And then um, I have a sports, I have a sports doctor, um, Dr. Tony fan, you know, he's solid, man. He really, he really beats me up, but he gets, he keeps my body in shape. You know, we do acupuncture, we do cupping, we do freaking, he gets rid of all my knots. He just keeps my body right for training, you know? So, and then um, I have a, uh, a new sponsor as a CBD brand, Herbal Chapa. You know, he's the man, all the best CBD products you can think of, everything that you can eat, drink, everything to keep your body right. Just a bunch of healthy stuff that really, that he sells, that keeps me ready for fight camp, you know? Like, yeah. everything in fight camp is all nutrition and protein, so he definitely takes care of me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you need those things. You get. I mean, you're getting hit on every day and, you know, hitting somebody else. Yeah, man, your body you got to take care up. of your body, man. Like, you got to take rest days, man, like. For people who say, oh, rest days, yeah, no. Yeah, rest days are, are always good, man. You always got to rest your body and train harder, man. Okay, so earlier you were talking about uh, Professor Jose and cross-training over there. Are Do you follow Liver King on social media? Do you know who that is? I do not. Okay, he's this guy, and he lives on this giant, like, farm, of, but he eats, like, raw organ meat, and he does it on social media, and he's he's massive, but he had a, a video that he released with him and said that Professor Jose, that was his, his jiu-jitsu professor, and um, it was just a, a, a cool connection. But uh, yeah, check out check out Liver King and and yeah, yeah well, he's crazy. That sounds interesting, man. I'm into stuff like that. I'm I'm weird, bro. Like, yeah, I'm in the bone, the blood, seeing weird things. You yeah, know, I, I'm weird. He eats like the the bone marrow, like raw out of the bone. I actually tried it after that. There was a local butcher shop, and I was like, hey, can you just give me like a femur? And I just ate it out there with yeah. one of my buddies. It was actually well, not bad. Go to a butcher shop and ask for a uh, ask for a fib or something. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're just joining us, I'm talking to Jonathan, the gentleman Davis. He's fighting for Fury Fighting Championship March 27th, training out of Four Ounce Fight Club and Main Street Boxing and Muay Thai. Um, you know, if you weren't into fighting, if you never got into fighting, do you think you would have still went and been an, an EMT, or do you think you, your life would have went a different way? What would you be doing? Honestly, man, I would have went to school. Well, I still plan on doing this. I would have went to school to be a doctor. I would have really committed that and went to school to be a doctor. And, you know, and I really would have went to work at the medical center. Mm-hmm. When I'm done fighting, no matter what age that is, I do plan on going to med school. So, like, I, I, it's crazy, too. I Like, in August this year, I start paramedic school. So, so when I'm done fighting, you know, I have a, my, my paramedic cert. So, I'm happy, man. Yeah, that's definitely a plan. But if I didn't fight, man, I'd be a doctor right now. That's cool. That's, that's that, that 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 was my initially my goal. Yeah. Who knows how life would have played out. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as a fighter, you reach your full potential when it's all said and done. Where do you see yourself? Number one in the world with the UFC belt wrapped around my waist, taking care of my family, living in Houston, Texas, and fighting until I'm done, man. Starting a family, you know, taking care of my kiddos, you know, taking care of my lady, you know, just giving my parents a house making my parents never work again, you know? So giving my brother everything he wants, man, it's just really, that's what I see. I, I know that's going to happen one day, and I'm just so excited for when that day comes when I get the UFC belt and, you know, I have the money that I have to take care of my whole family and do what I got to do, man. Really, that's what I'm excited for, man, starting a family and then eventually eventually retiring at a young age. Yeah. I know it sounds great, but I don't want to fight past 35, Yeah, 36. I'm done at 30. Yeah. Cause dad, think about it, man. I've been fighting since I was 11. You know, I'm getting him, my, my head kicked in for that's over 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. definitely something I want to stop at a young age. So I think when I'm like 35, 36, I'm done. Do you see yourself 
you know, coaching or having a, a gym, even whenever after your fighting career is done? Yeah, man, I definitely want to do some training. I definitely always going to train. That's one thing that's so addictive about this sport, man. Like, and this thing, I love martial arts. So I'm definitely always going to train. I do want my black belt in jujitsu. So I do want to be able to get all that. You know, I do want to, you know, teach people Muay Thai, teach, uh, teach MMA and, you know, share my knowledge with all these guys. And, you know, hopefully, you know, who knows, man, I definitely do see myself, um, being more involved in my family's life when I do have a a family and kind of like just training on my own time and just helping out guys as far as starting a gym, man, that, I don't know, man. It's iffy. I definitely want to, I definitely would want to help people, but I don't think I just want to start a gym. I definitely just want to train, you know, be involved in my family's life and, you know, help people as I go, you know? Yeah. You, you all, okay. You mentioned the family and, and kids in the future and all that. Would that be a, a requirement or a hard suggestion to train martial arts? Oh yeah. hundred percent. No. Yeah. That's going to be uh, I would never force my kids to compete, but I would want my kids to know, martial arts i want them to know how to kickbox i would want them to know how to wrestle i'd want them to know how to you know how to you know how to properly defend themselves you know yeah because in this world man you never know what happens man anything could happen fight at school you know people get jumped nowadays i really would want them to defend themselves as far as the competing part you know i would i would never force them to compete unless they want to but if they do commit to me and say they want to compete man you know i'd be on them just like my coaches are on me you can't half-ass this sport yeah you what? know, you got to be all in if you're going to compete, man, because you're, you're literally your life's on the line, man. Mm-hmm. And they're kids, too, man, especially at a young age, man. Kids don't need to get hurt doing this. This is really just fun, you know, so that's definitely what I want. Definitely what I want them to do. And if they decided to compete, absolutely. I would love that. And I would definitely be involved in their career. And, you know, and mm-hmm. that's something I, I would really look forward to. You know, in your opinion, what's the best base for MMA? Like, what's the, the best start? Man, honestly, man. I want to say wrestling, man, because having a starting off as a wrestler, man, you always have you always have a solid aggressive base. But man, you know, you look at someone like Adesanya, man. You came from this striking pedigree, and you're dominating all these wrestlers. You're dominating the game. You know, you look at someone like uh, like Demetrius Johnson, who really just started doing MMA. It didn't come from a, a certain background, and look at him. You know, like I would have to say wrestling or or. Or, like, kickboxing for sure. Um, wrestling probably more just because a lot more champions have been started from wrestling. Cool. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. I'm just excited for MMA in Houston this weekend. Yeah, um, man. UFC Houston's always a fun time. Yeah. Toyota Center packed. It's crazy. Man, so is there anything else that you would like to share? Man, this is that 2022 is my year for multiple reasons, not just fighting. But, I can't, you know, I can't say too much yet. But it's just my year, man. You know, this is the year my life changes. This is the year I get signed to the UFC. This is just a lot of blessings that come my way. And, you know, God, you know, God is really has his plan for me. So, man, I just want to say, man, you know, I couldn't be here without my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, you know, my, my girl, my girl, Yaz. I can't really, you know, without my coaches, my team, my sponsors. I'm really just excited for this year, man. You know, my coaches have taken their time in my career, and, you know, I feel like everything's just coming together. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've stayed true to my team, and we're getting we're getting there, man. I'm getting older. I'm only getting better. I'm getting stronger, getting bigger. So I'm just saying this is my year. I can't wait to win in March and see what happens next. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Hey, I'm excited to watch, too. Thank you so much for making some time today. I appreciate you. Hey, man, thank you so much, brother.